welcome to Josie's Bar, and it is hot in Josie's Bar today, isn't that right, Vicky? Too freaking hot. A little bit swampy, a little bit swampy, I have to say, in Josie's Bar. The aircon is not doing much, it's just just sending around hot air, unfortunately. (laughs) Josie's Bar is England, which is Josie's Bar is England, which is... It has no aircon or... (laughs) We are not we are not built or prepared for these kind of temperatures, my no. dear listeners. No, anyone that thinks England is cold, like yes, it is in the winter, but in the summer, it's so hot, and we have no air conditioning, so we just die of heat. It's unbearably warm. That's horrible. I hate it, and I want it to be Halloween. Yes, bring on Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> the best, the most magical time of the year. Bring on the Apart first from of Eurovision. October. <gasps> oh, yeah, I'm still, I'm still sad about that this year. Uh, no, no Eurovision this year. We're <clears> on <throat> issue number six. Whoop, whoop. Six weeks we've been doing this. I know, it's great. It's bad, isn't it? Time has no meaning in 2020. What is time? What is time? <laughs> what is time in 2020? So, uh, uh, what are you drinking today at the bar? Today, I am drinking because it is the middle of the day. Um, just tea, tea with oat milk. Oh, oat milk is always good. I'm I am drinking a sparkling car pineapple. Is that what it's called? Like an app. A car, like yeah, a yeah, like a K A. Like, it's called. It's like a sparkling pineapple drink. Oh, because that's K A is um, a model of Ford automobiles. I don't know about cars. <laughs> I used to have one. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like Claire. Car. I haven't got the bottle, so Claire I'm, is drinking I'm an drinking actual car. car. Yeah, she's so she's so metal. Oh my I'm god, so rock. Oh my god, there I get out of my my nice daredevil tumbler as as befits oh. recording Josie's bar. Well, see, I would have a Hawkeye um, tumbler, but there are there's no Hawkeye merch. No, there's so, not. Once that once I, that series comes out, dude. I think I own like all of the Hawkeye merch. <laughs> <laughs> this is why it used to be good when we would walk around like MCM and LFCC, which are the two kind of comic conventions in London, like pre the Marvel Netflix shows, because we both like loved characters that there was very little merch for. (laughs) And now when I go in, like I went in a comic book shop in Universal Studios um, in Orlando, like in January, and they had like at least like six or seven statues of Daredevil from the Netflix shows. And I was like just want all my money like come on i can't this is why i I don't support spider-man or anyone i support daredevil because i don't have to spend all my money (laughs) well it's um there's there's like i think there's quite a bit of hawkeye merch in the states Mm -hmm. but to get it shipped over but it just goes like the whole like with funkos for example clint has like three funkos yeah one of them's from um isn't even from the like the first avengers movie he didn't get one (laughs) Oh. <laughs> it's like I've got the, seven. I'm looking at them all right now. I've got so I've got the Age of Ultron one, and then they had one for Civil War. But he had he didn't come on his own. You yeah. had to get him in um, that like special presentation thing with Spidey, like, and then why you with Spidey like like and then it, yeah, and then you got and they weren't even on the same team. <laughs> And then yeah. you got the uh, you got the the cap and the Iron Man keychains in the same box, but it's like, but what really, what I tell you what, what really rippled my raspberries, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> about that was well, so you had to buy um, uh, a gift box thing to get Clint that was like three times the cost of one Funko, yeah. but fucking Crossbones got like four yeah. different versions. <laughs> Crossbones was in that film for like three minutes. <laughs> three different I, My rage. Oh. I mean, I think we all know, like the listeners know now by now that I get quite a lot of rage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You were that day. You were not as giddy as a guppy in a goblet, were you? No, it really spangled my stars. Oh, mate not good mm-hmm. well i got something that will cheer you up do you which is that we is are it, is what? it the henry cavill video building his computer again <laughs> no but you need to feel free to watch that like 24 hours a day as i'm sure you are <laughs> yeah. hopefully when the hawkeye series comes out there'll be a ton of merch 
I hope so. And there might actually be like a, a fraction um, Adger like Funko Pop of Clint, which would be adorable. Oh my yeah, God. it's what we need. It's what we need. So yeah. uh, we are covering issue number six today, which was released February the 10th, 1965. We're in 1965. Woo, woo. Yeah, we've moved, moved forward. Um, and this issue is a battle of good versus evil when Daredevil takes on Mr. Fear and the Fellowship of Fear. Yay. Now, <laughs> on the first page of this issue, it says, hey, Mr. Fear might remind you of the Purple Man. And I was like, mm. I don't know, really. Yeah. I mean, his, out- his outfit's like a little bit purple. It's yeah, more pink, pink, really. Yeah, it's more pink. Yeah, it's fabulous. I love his he, he's, he's like, I mean, I was going to say, you know, Camp Skeletor. Yes. But <laughs> Skeletor is pretty camp anyway, yes. let's be honest. Oh, I, I love Skeletor so much. Oh, he's so amazing. <laughs> I also like that on this first page, they refer to Daredevil as being like a broodless wingless a brooding wingless eagle <laughs> yeah and a, a sensational blind swashbuckler yeah <laughs> and like a brooding wingless and i was just like yes yes i love it that's yeah that's true i am um, this issue was written by with fabulous fabulously flawless fantasy of stanley illustrated with the magnificently modern manner of Wally Wood and lettered in the screamingly sophisticated style of Sam Rosen. I'm going to put screamingly sophisticated <laughs> on my on my um on my Tinder bio. I know, I love that. I'm screamingly I, sophisticated. I don't even have a Tinder bio. Maybe I'll just like I'll just get Tinder just so I can have that. Yeah, exactly. So we we get in this issue we get three three new villains a whole fellowship of villains. Fellowship of villains. I know, and I'm really I'm really sad that it wasn't a three-headed man. Oh, I yeah. mean maybe when he tied them all together at the end they kind of looked like a three-headed man. I, I was like I, I'm sad that it wasn't a three-headed man, but I'm delighted with what we got. <laughs> So these three, let's talk about them because basically <laughs> Daredevil's like he's on a he's on a roof and he's like oh there's a film going on below, but hang on, that can't be a real film because I don't hear a script girl's voice or the police holding the crowd back. I was like what what? So these directors, so basically these three criminals are like we want to rob this shop. Though first of all, how much cash can this shop have? This isn't like Fifth Avenue. This is Hell's Kitchen. Like, how much cash? Yeah, is it like, like a little bodega? Like, what's going on? They're <laughs> like, we want to rob this shop. So to do that, we are going to hire a whole film crew and a director to direct us. And we're going to say that we are actors playing these criminals. And then and then they but then so they rob this shop and then they're actually like, oh, we better pay off the film crew. <laughs> I love that they're like, we're actually going to pay them. They're actually kind of. I I do. To be honest with you, I thought this was a really good ruse. It's great. I, I thought it was. So it was one of the the sort of better thought out ones. I was like, yeah. okay, yeah, no, that that could work. That could actually work. And you know, they're obviously criminals with conscience. Yeah, because they don't just like. Because they could totally just stiff this film crew and be like. They could just like run off. Yeah, just but run no. Off. So, no, no, we're gonna pay you. We're gonna pay you. <laughs> You know, given, I mean, I'm guessing that, that that kind of industry was probably, you know, struggling a little bit back then anyway. <laughs> so they were doing their bit for, um, yeah. I think these are good citizens. Uh, they are. Talk about our good citizens. What? No, I said they are. They are oh, good they citizens. Are. Uh, so we have Ox, who was last seen in Spider-Man number 14, we are told by Stanley. Thanks, Stanley. Uh, what do we think of his outfit? It's a bit boring. It's a bit kind of, uh, you know, khakis and a and a and a like V-neck kind of look. Yeah. Um, but then, given that he's crazy big and strong, yeah. I mean, I, I'm guessing you know they didn't have Giacomo back in the day, <laughs> um, so he doesn't really need to be, you know, spangly spandex. No, but I'm just like, it's just a bit, it's just a bit boring for me. I mean, it could have been, you know, a bit more lively in colour. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to boot it, though, because for me, it's too boring to boot. It's a bit, it's a bit mundane, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Um, But I might boot 
um, later. We'll find out. I might boot the costume of the next guy, which is the eel. Um, I had... <laughs> Go I cried with laughter when um, he's he's basically in green spandex with his pants on the outside, of course. Yeah, and little boots. And, and covered in lube. Yeah, exactly. So, and that and that's his um, evil villain villainous. Uh, it's not even a superpower, is it? He's just really slippery. Yeah, he's like the greased up deaf guy from Family Guy. He just runs around and nobody can catch him. Yeah. <laughs> There's a bit where like like Daredevil grabs him and he like, yeah. flies out of Daredevil's grip, and I laughed so hard. It's so great. I, he's like, yeah. Wee! I think the words along the side were something like we or something like that. I can't remember what they were so, now. Yeah, yeah. something like that. He like just flies up in the air. It's pretty great. I loved it. I'm looking now. Uh, I'm looking at what it is. Where is it's it? Like, it's oh like, no, it uh, goes. It goes whiz. <laughs> it's, it's like a reverse sausage maker. Yeah, it's just, it's just insane. <laughs> But he is just like a guy in green spandex with little zigzags on it, with little pants, and he's dipped in lube. I wasn't sure whether the, the zigzags was that just a really shoddily made bodysuit, and those were the like the the um, the joins, or was uh, I guess he's supposed to be like an electric eel because his costume quite kind of. Uh, Electro's costume was a little bit similar yeah. with the zigzags and stuff. So. Also, this dude lives in the sewers. Um, yeah. Because one of my favourite panels from this issue is Mr. Fear sticking <laughs> his head in a manhole cover and is Mr. like, Mr. Hey, Fear you. wants you. Yeah. Hey, Mr. Fear wants you. Join my gang. And he's like just chilling in the sewers, like, what? Just sitting down there with <laughs> like his little. Chilling his out little with white, the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> his little white pants on the outside. <laughs> Oh, like, I love it. It's so great. So, you know, with my rat friends. Yeah, exactly. So crazy. <laughs> so then our last our last villain is Mr. Fear. And he yes. becomes quite a big Daredevil villain later. And I have to say, I do like him a lot more later when he's actually kind of scary. <laughs> I liked Mr. Fear. I yeah. think he's possibly uh, the best of the villains that we have had Ooh. thus far. I can see that because like, I, mean, I love Kilgrave, but Kilgrave we said was very underwhelming in his first appearance. He's like, yeah, I mean, I think Kilgrave will is possibly my favourite of all of Daredevil's villains. Not that I know many Daredevil villains, mm-hmm. um, but uh, I think just because we know what Kilgrave becomes, mm-hmm. um, it, well, he was very underwhelming that issue. But Doctor uh, Mister Fear is well, he's he didn't fabulous. go to Fear Medical School, Vicky. He's only Mister. Yeah, well, Mister is um, that's what consultants are called, isn't it? Oh, true, true. <laughs> so, he's but very, he's, he's very similar to like the Scarecrow from Batman. I don't know yes. which one came first. Yes, um, and similar. his entire camp pink purple caped skeletal outfit is my resounding toot <laughs> because oh. I just thought he was fabulous he with was- the big collar and the yeah. billowing cape yeah and his little his little kind of waistcoated jacket his underneath for his little fear gun I've, he does have a little waistcoat on you're right it's like a little yeah it's, it, I, it just everything about it was you kind of think if, if someone that it takes that much time to look that fabulous yeah you have to <laughs> applaud them for it I do so that is my I know we're going in for the toot early in this episode but that is my toot oh we haven't got to mine yet I would say it is a uh, it's definitely a toot but it's not the toot for me for this this issue there's an outfit I really like later that I was like I would totally wear that So, although I would totally wear Mr. Fear's outfit as well. Oh, if I could get away with wearing Mr. Fear's outfit, you know, to the office on a daily basis. Yeah, dress just, just for the job you want. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let, let's talk about his origin, because we get his origin story. His name is Zoltan Drago, and he has of course a, is. Failed, <laughs> a failed wax museum. And I made a list of the characters we see or we have mentioned that he has in this wax museum, which are as follows. He only seems to do superheroes for some reason, which is maybe why he's failed, because people can see them on the streets, Zoltan Drago, like do other figures, you know. 
Well, he's uh, got villains as well, though, doesn't he, yeah. that you see later on? Because I thought, like, a couple of panels later on, I thought that he just kind of turned up at the, the Marvel um, supervillain lair <laughs> to go and ask for help. I didn't. It took me, like, a moment to realise that, no, 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 they were waxworks. Yeah, exactly. Because well, Doctor Doom was in the background. The like, ones we've what? definitely got are the ones I've, I've, I've definitely confirmed that he either mentions or we see are Spider-Man, Captain America, the Owl, Electro. So it was nice yeah. little nod with those two for previous yes. issues. Mysterio, uh, Diablo, Zemo, Craven, Doctor Doom, Ox, Eel, Daredevil, Hulk, Vulture, The Thing, Doctor Strange, Doctor Octopus, um, Cyclops, Reed Richards, Magneto, Thor, uh, Green Goblin and Beast. Yeah, it's quite... A, I mean, to be fair, I'd go to that museum. Yeah. Quite an eclectic mix. Yeah, it sounds cool. If you can get your photos taken with them, it'd be pretty cool. Yeah. So, he basically... Um, he was, uh, alas, as they say, uh, <laughs> he was a talented sculptor and mod, uh, model maker, but alas, he was also slightly mad. <laughs> as, the, as they always are. Um, but we can't hate him too much, because he owned a very cute little tiny kitten. He did, and it wasn't the cat's fault that mm-hmm. it knocked over yet another vial of something yes. to but create a supervillain. Let's, let's talk about Zoltan Drago's plan, because his plan is he's trying to invent a chemical that will bring his wax models to life. I mean, Which that is, would be I mean, terrifying, going to a... Like, can you imagine if wax figures came to life? Can you imagine visiting the Chamber of Horrors in Madame Tussauds, and you're like, oh, look, it's a wax figure of... Jeffrey Dahmer, oh my god, he's alive! <laughs> it's, I mean, it's, I, I, I applaud uh, Zoltan Drago's um, <laughs> ambition, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he is slightly mad. He is like. slightly bonkers, but I like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> so, um, so, but I didn't cat. quite get, was it because he wanted people to come to his museum, or was it because he was looking at world domination with his um his like wax work i think he just wanted people to come to his museum and it's only when he developed the fear gas that he was like oh i'm gonna be a, a super villain because i think i think if he'd actually managed to make his wax works come to life i think the uh the thirst for world domination probably would have followed quite closely after oh yeah i mean he's pretty thirsty for world domination he's not the thirstiest character in this issue which we'll uh, talk about no <laughs> It is not. <laughs> I mean, can can our listeners guess who we might be talking mm. about? <laughs> so uh, this cat knocks over this jar onto a Bunsen burner, and that creates fear gas, apparently. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty easy. Yeah, it's all you, all you do. Uh, but again, yeah, once again, it's like just a vial of something, and it you know does this. So he decides to make this this amazing costume, uh, including his mask, which is like a skull. It's pretty cool. And colour coordinated with the rest of it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So uh, that's his origin story that we get later. Um, I love the fact that when Daredevil fights him for the first time, he gets shot by this little pellet of gas, (laughs) and then he, like, gets really scared and freaked out. But at no point, well, not until later, does he put together the fact that, huh, the guy called Mr. Fear shot me with some kind of gas and then I became super scared I wonder if the two things are connected <laughs> instead he's like oh I'm just a big coward oh but his, I, I did notice there was another note to uh, uh, another signpost to another um, uh, comic issue because they mentioned Johnny they mentioned the human torch oh yeah so I think maybe um, maybe the human torch like previously like captured the eel or something yeah because he's like the eel when mr fear goes to get him the eel says who are you how did you learn my hiding place could the human torch have sent him and then it says stanley says this refers to strange tales number 117 but then i thought what does that mean johnny storm's like evil is somewhere in in um new york if he's it's yeah he knows where he is oh yeah that's true i don't know i have no idea Hmm. Johnny mm. Storm, what are you up to? Yeah, sneaky. Yeah. Uh, so I, I love the fact that Daredevil only puts this together later, and he's like, "Oh, maybe I'm not a giant coward." 
Because after this first fight, he basically runs away. <laughs> and then the public dub him a coward. So last issue, Daredevil was beaten by Matador, and everyone was like, ah, Daredevil, what a loser. loser. What a loser. And now this week, they're like, ah, what a coward. And Matador's like... <laughs> 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 sad trombone noise. <laughs> oh, sad trombone, Matt. Um, so... We around this point we get the first appearance of Thirsty Karen and Foggy. Oh, uh, she this issue yes. like Karen, she will stop staring at him, Karen. Yeah, like just stop staring at him. But the, then like the, the little thought bubbles for each of them are like, oh, Karen, I love you so. Yeah, and Matt's like, <laughs> Karen's like, oh, Matt, Matt, I love you so much. And it's like, and Foggy just kind of la 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 la. <laughs> there is proper thirsty couple in this issue. Oh yeah. Because like, like he he hears her pulse quickening, um, because she's like, you, you know, in love with Matt. But Matt thinks, oh, it must just be that she loves Daredevil. Dude, you are Daredevil. <laughs> So, yeah, you know, um, she, could, she and then, could possibly love a blind man. Oh no, of course not. Of course not. And then, of course, she—he's kind of standoffish with her. So she's just like, "Oh, Matt, if only you loved me, but you're so standoffish and rude. You obviously hate my guts." It's like, and they say, um, they say several times in this issue. I noticed that he's unemotional. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, he's so unemotional and cold. But he kind of is, like, the way they do the character, he is, compared yeah. to when he's Daredevil. You know, like, if you, like, the, the panels where you see, um, you know, him as Matt, he's, where he's with them, he's just like, oh, yeah. yes, I did hear about that, oh, yeah, great. You know, he's just very, yeah, very unemotional and just kind of, yeah. you know. So I can kind of get that, but, oh, Matt... No, man. <laughs> I just, yeah, it was just, it's just a big old mess. Yeah. And Zoltan Drago decides to set a trap for Daredevil because Daredevil, he wants to beat him. And he thinks that making a wax figure of Daredevil... Um, I love that. Daredevil's ego will be enough to lure him in to see it. Now, why doesn't <laughs> Zoltan Drago possibly think that maybe Daredevil has a alter ego <laughs> and will go and see it in as that alter ego rather than fall for this very obvious trap i yeah that i didn't quite understand that sort of logic Mm -hmm. um but what i did love was uh karen getting really excited about the prospect of going to see a daredevil waxwork yeah and and foggy just being i think we've been working hard enough let's take the afternoon off and go (laughs) and go and see this daredevil waxwork no it's matt that says that so Foggy's like, yeah, let's go and do it. But Matt's like, we've all been working hard. Why don't we take the rest of the afternoon off and visit the place? Correction, because... correction, Matt. Um, Foggy and Karen have been working really hard. Um... Exactly. And then I love the, the shot of the three of them standing there looking at it. And Matt's just like, oh, my radar sense tells me it's in front of me. Because like, obviously he can get an idea of it. But like Matt and, Matt and uh, uh, Foggy and Karen are just like, Oh, we brought our poor blind friend. <laughs> yeah, he can't actually. He can't actually. <laughs> That's, <laughs> oh, that was just those, like, yeah, let, let's go. You know, let's go somewhere where Matt can't see anything. Do you want to go to the National Portrait Gallery after this, Matt? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my days. So funny. But this, uh, this scene is where I will do my toot. Because Ooh. I really, really love Karen's outfit. I love it. It's this little red top with little white like with short sleeves with little white cuffs and a collar and like this black ribbon um kind of tie collar thing and then a black skirt and some red heels she did she did look awesome and her hair has changed completely yes yeah her hair's uh, like shorter it's shorter and she doesn't have like the bouffant anymore one of the things i love is that in the scene her her hair kind of goes in at the bottom like it yeah goes in but when she's excited about seeing the daredevil, it's daredevil like, water, it like curls out. So it's, it's like, like even her ding. hair is excited. <laughs> oh, so her hair is, I think um, Karen's hair is like the fourth main character. Oh, yeah. It's so cool. Uh, in the Daredevil comics. She's like Medusa at the Inhumans. Like her hair <laughs> reflects her emotions. <laughs> I love it. 
I love it. Um, I've written here in my notes uh, the most thirsty panel ever, which I think is yeah. is like just Karen. I can't remember which one it is. There's so many thirsty panels. There, yeah, there's lots. She just basically spends about five panels staring at Matt, and then her yeah. speech bubbles going. Oh, I'm in, you know I'm so in love with him, and uh, it's like oh yeah. Karen. I wrote thirsty Karen is staring at Matt, but he thinks it's pity. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so I can feel her staring at me. Yeah, she must see me so much because no, someone like Karen would never be interested in in a you know a poor blind lawyer. Yeah. Oh, I and think I, the panel I was mentioning was when she's looking, staring at him, and she's like, "Just give me some encouragement, just a word, yeah. or a gesture." But just I just see you simply don't care. And then Matt's <laughs> thinking, "It's hard to think when she's so near me. If only Foggy didn't love her, I'd make a pitch myself." even though it would be hopeless, but she must never know how I feel about her. <laughs> never know, because Foggy is my best friend that I treat like shit. Yeah, they're so sweet to <laughs> each other. Oh, I know. They're so perfect for each other. Um, and then I then they go to the uh, the wax museum, and Foggy spots Ox peeking out of a door, which is yeah. amazing. And then Foggy <laughs> and Matt separately decide to say nothing, because they're both aware the box yeah. is there they both decide to investigate later but they don't say anything and Karen's just like derpy derp 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 and then Foggy and then Foggy being all like I'm going to go back by myself yeah does Foggy know I mean he, it, it's a stupid decision but Foggy's a bit of a badass in this uh, this issue like he, is. he he like tackles um doesn't he tackle like he tackles Mr. Fear and he tries yeah. to rip his mask away because like, he, because Matt turns up as Daredevil, or mm-hmm. kind of um, at, at the same time that Foggy's turns up, um, and he basically like he launches himself at Mister Fear, doesn't he? Because he's mm-hmm. about to shoot um, shoot Matt. Yes, that's it. Yeah. He's just kind of like no. And he gets like bitch slapped across the room by the ox. Yeah. And like, like into his head on a bunch on the wall. Yeah. Yeah. It's like jeez. Yeah, and it's um, it, that's like oh foggy shit, and then Matt's kind of like leaning over his best friend, mm-hmm. um, and then and then he's like oh it doesn't appear that there's any broken bones, but there's and it's like how do you know that? It's well, part of your radar sense X-ray vision as well. Yeah, I mean in the in the Netflix in the Netflix show, they do <laughs> talk about how he can tell that Claire's bones are not like if they're broken or not because he can hear them moving against each other like if they're broken he can he can hear it and it's um okay so you know he can hear like the bone scraping against its itself i don't know they just i don't know they don't really explain it here um my panel of the week i laughed so hard at the (laughs) panel which is daredevil picks up foggy and runs away and then a police car turns up and they go it's daredevil and then Matt goes, this man needs hospitalisation immediately. I'll explain later. And then the police yeah. go, that's good enough for us, fella. I'm in the back seat. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was kind He's of... He's just like, I got this injured guy. I'll explain later. And they're like, of course, vigilante. Of course, Vigilante is, you know, he's, he's probably not unconscious because of you. No, exactly. <laughs> I laughed so yeah, hard. Was, I love it. Oh, it's amazing. I think my, my panel of the week, I think, is coming up. Oh, uh, it's, oh, it was I'm like, excited. was the next one, um, just purely because, so they're at the hospital, you know, Foggy's oh, at the hospital. Are you talking uh, about Foxy, Foxy Muscly Doctor Man? No, 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 no. So they're at the. Um, uh, so Foggy's in the in the um, in the hospital, and they're kind of like, oh, you know, do you have any? You know, his his parents are away in Europe or something. So mm-hmm. um, they're like, you know, we don't know who to call. So Dad, I was like, well, I don't know, you know, I don't know who to call. Call Karen. Yeah. And they cut to Karen <laughs> sitting in her apartment in what looks like some sort of white fifties. Yeah, kind of almost like a gown. Yeah, it's like she's a ball just, gown. She's just kind of like sitting there, you know. Oh, I don't know what to do because you know I I, I do care for Foggy, but I don't love him, and I love Matt, and I don't know what to. And then and then her phone rings, her, her nice pink phone. Oh yeah, and it's I kind love of like 
who could who could be calling at this hour? And my favourite set of panels are the ones of Karen sitting in the dark in on her own in her apartment in her like white ball gown, um, like Miss Havisham. Cr- yeah, like crying about how much she loves Matt, and, and the rest of it is just really really extra. And she's like, oh, I'll be at the hospital straight away. Ooh. I like it as well. It is great. I, and then, I like the previous panel as well because there's this doctor that's like examining foggy and this doctor's like a silver fox he's got like yeah. white hair but his arms like he's yeah. got like full-on like henry cavill arms it's like whoa now now <laughs> let's not go too far <laughs> <laughs> oh, what, what i found interesting though when so when karen gets there mm-hmm. and she's like oh my god um and the doctor's kind of like oh you know calm down little lady um it, it Interestingly, says there were no excessive traces of alcohol or tobacco in his system. Oh, foggy. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. That's what I thought. I it's kind of like that. no excessive traces. It's like foggy. What What have you been doing? Maybe you had like a, a drink to give him a bit of Dutch courage before he I'm went saying, yeah, to, to, to fight three supervillains on his own. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I saw the ox, and it's definitely the ox, and this guy's built like a brick shit house. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll, I'll go on my own. I'll just say I forgot my hat or something. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So yeah, and then and then Matt shows up. Well, he's like uh, creeping and peeping through the. Oh no. Well, he he turns up as Matt, and then later he he's creeping and peeping through the window as Daredevil. But then it was what I found quite interesting was um, so you know Matt's like oh I came as soon as I could oh you know my best friend blah 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 and the doctors basically oh you know Karen um, like Miss Page you should uh, you best look out for Matt because he's not quite himself yeah. and then it's like you know don't don't look after yourself Karen you know just pull yourself together and and look after the poor you know hysterical blind man yeah he's, he's <laughs> under a very great strain exactly. yeah, very great stress it's like mm, okay. Karen's the one who's crying <laughs> yeah oh. just ugh, yeah yeah and then this is where she realizes that she loves foggy because he was injured you know but does she though because wasn't she saying i care for him a great deal but i'm not in love with him oh yeah she does like i'm in love with matt yeah yeah, she said, yes, I care for Foggy, Foggy, Matt, but it's you I love. If only you weren't so cold, so unemotional. Oh, Matt, 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 Matt. <laughs> um, yeah, that's true. So, and, and then she says, even now with Foggy in such danger, Matt is probably back in the office poring over his Braille law books. Why is there no way to reach his heart? Has he no feelings? Does he only think of himself? <laughs> Oh, oh, oh I love dear. it. It's so great. I love it. It's my favourite soap opera. <laughs> it, it's, it's, it is absolutely, and you know, all the while Foggy's just kind of completely. I mean, okay, so he's unconscious, so he's completely mm. oblivious. Um, but he's just completely, you know, poor old Foggy, caught in the middle of this. Yeah. This sort of love triangle that he doesn't know is a love triangle. Yeah. <laughs> just trying, just trying to live his best life. <laughs> we get this amazing fight as well because. The, the the Fellowship of Fear turn up disguised as orderlies or doctors to try and kill Foggy because he was like a witness. And they get into this big fight and a panel that I love in this fight is Daredevil picks up the eel <laughs> by the legs and he swings him like a baseball bat <laughs> and like swings the other two out the way. It's amazing. This is my set of panels of the week. <laughs> and I've I've got in my notes, use a motherfucker to beat another motherfucker. Exactly. So good. So good. He just him up by his ankles. Uh, after, was that before or after he thrown sand at him? No, this is before because then oh, it's before. they they go to the um they go to the wax museum and uh well in the meantime Foggy Foggy wakes up and um and then karen's there with him obviously and then we go to the wax museum and they're they're going around the wax museum and mr fear's like oh i'm uh don't forget my fear gun can make anyone my slave i've only begun my career daredevil was merely a passing interlude and then he hears this little voice behind him that's like an interlude that hasn't yet ended and he's <laughs> mr. Fear's like, who said that 
And I was like, oh, snap, the Daredevil waxwork was Daredevil all along. <laughs> Plot twist. <laughs> it was really and good. I, he, I that. And Daredevil makes sure he stands in front of the fan. Yeah. So that when Mr. Fear shoots him with fear gas, he can hit the reverse button and then the fear gas hits the eel and the ox and they, they panic instead. Yeah, there was. I have uh, a set of notes here for this this final battle, which was fan sand play dead. <laughs> I like as well that um, Daredevil, like you said, he throws sand over the eel to make him it so he can hold on to him, um, and then he punches him and he says, "In case you still don't believe me, here's a little demonstration. Pardon my gloves, son." I was like, "Excuse me." Uh, yeah pardon so, my glove son i think that was a um maybe a, a nod to his dad i guess boxing maybe i think so yeah i think you might be right one of my other favorite panels maybe my other my second favorite panel is i love this panel during this fight because there, there is a panel where daredevil is holding um mr fear with one hand he's got a <laughs> cape in the other hand, he's holding the eel's ankle and then he's kicking the ox <laughs> with his leg. It's amazing. He's taking three on. I'm just like, yeah, it's so good. Get it, Matt. <laughs> yeah, he's taking these three people down. It's so awesome. It's, it, yeah, it's really good. I was, uh, I was, yeah, I was chuffed with this. It's like, yeah, Matt, get it. <laughs> and I love that he, he plays, like, Matt plays possum as well. He pretends that he's yeah. collapsed in the ox's arms and then kicks him and then also there's one bit where he runs away and then the ox follows him and then he sees daredevil so he punches him but De- but matt's put the waxwork there yes so great. yeah it was um i love that because you've uh, you matt basically did floppy baby yeah because you've got you've got stiff baby and floppy baby the kids yeah. do yeah. when they like, will not be moved um and he just did floppy baby yeah basically and it it's works yes yeah. it did work and I, I love that this fight ends with Ox. It ends because he's knocked Ox out, he thinks. He throws him through like a door. And then mm. the Ox appears and he's walking in slow. <laughs> and it's apparently because he was too slow to realise that he'd been knocked out. So yeah. it takes him a while to actually lose consciousness. <laughs> but then this is possibly my second panel of the week when it gets timber. <laughs> And the ox just like face plants onto the floor. So yeah. And Mr. Fear really cool. is like, no, I'm defenseless. Don't beat me. <laughs> don't beat me. Don't don't hit an unarmed man. <laughs> it's so great. Yeah. It was. Um. I think I, this is. The, I enjoy. I've enjoyed this this issue immensely. Yeah. This, I have issue, to say. this issue is great. And then like right at the very end, Karen is. They're all back in the office, and Karen is angry at Matt because he she doesn't think he's concerned about about Foggy. And then Foggy gives the most backhanded compliment ever <laughs> to Matt by saying, don't say that, Karen. It's okay. That's what makes Matt the great but, lawyer he is. He's cold and unemotional. He hasn't any room for sentiment. I was like, Jesus. Savage. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's pissed that Someone Matt wasn't there pissed. when he woke up in the, in the hospital. Exactly. Exactly. Oh. So good. Uh, yeah, and then that basically is like the end of the issue, you know. That that last panel, I really liked the yeah. uh, so Matt sitting in his chair, isn't it? His office chair, yeah. um, and then his shadow on the wall is uh, Daredevil's profile. That was yeah, cool. I great. like I like how they keep doing that. Yeah, they do. It's like something they do a lot, but I I you sometimes they do it better than others, and I really like this one. It was really it's very, subtle. It's very subtle. You don't mm-hmm. really notice it because you can see Karen's shadow as well. Yeah. And you don't really notice that the dead, like Matt's one is Daredevil. Um, and it, particularly as they're talking about Daredevil, you know. Yeah. Yeah. With Matt going, you know, well, w- one thing we do know is that none of us are Daredevil. <laughs> Wink. <laughs> <laughs> Winks at the audience. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just break the fourth wall. <laughs> exactly. So great. So yeah, so that is the issue. So let's let's just remind people of our toot and boot. So I am going to boot the eels costume because I just don't like the way I don't like the way it looks. The and eel or the ox? The eel. Because the ox oh. to me is 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 not great either. But it's so boring. 
it's I not even worth a mention. No, it's mm. just boring. Whereas the Eels one, I think, is a bad costume. I don't like it. And just the idea that he's basically covered in lube, like you said. It's, it's, a, bit, it's a, bit, <laughs> a bit creepy, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and I'm going to toot. I do like Mr. Fear's costume. I do think mm-hmm. I prefer it later um, when it's a bit more, you know, it's a bit more scary. It's a bit less 60s. Um, but I do like it. But I'm going to toot Karen's little um, black, red and white outfit. Her little ensemble. It. Oh, I would yeah. wear that. I would wear it. It's yeah, she's a, she is a she's a fashion icon. Legends only, please. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so what about you? What are your uh, toot and boot? I think I am going to see. I didn't mind the eels costume so much, mm-hmm. but then it's because it was so stupid that I was just kind of like, yeah, that's funny. That's not. It didn't yeah. offend me. I think the ox's uh, outfit could have been a little bit more jazzy. Yeah. Uh, maybe a splash of colour, you know, <laughs> yeah. in his in his shirt or something. Um, but my most definite bo- uh, toot is uh, Mr. Fear's costume. I loved <laughs> everything about that. I could see that on a drag runway. Oh yeah. Um, paired with a nice set of kind of pinky purple glittery heels or something. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was I was all about Doctor Fear's costume, and it just it actually kind of made me want to cosplay again a little bit. <laughs> I can so see you cosplaying as Mr. Fear. <laughs> And no one know who the fuck I was. <laughs> <laughs> I would. We've, Which, to be I mean, fair, to be we honest, usually we've haven't. been there, mate. We've been there. We have cosplayed where nobody knows who we are. I mean, I'm just going to point at the Age of Ultron premiere where you were Mockingbird and I was Jessica Jones as Jewel. So not the most recognisable Jessica Jones. Yeah. I don't think anyone knew who we were. But no. we still got picked for the costume competition. Hi, uh, <laughs> And I have a picture of me as Mockingbird with Mark Ruffalo. So. Which is pretty amazing. Yeah, so we have, we have cosplayed some. I mean, I don't find them obscure characters but that's just because we love them so much yeah uh, but in the grand scheme of things but yeah i would i would be so down for getting my dr fear on mr oh, fear i keep calling him dr fear I know. yeah, yeah I'd be, be awesome. um, you you be mr fear and i'll be um i don't know <laughs> the, eel. the eel oh, oh god i'll just coat myself just in we'll, the we'll cover you in ky jelly i just run around <laughs> be like yeah catch me Uh, so your panel of the week so my panel of the week is going to be the police officers of hell's kitchen just being like sure vigilante sure vigilante (laughs) we'll help you throw that injured man in the back of our car (laughs) Uh, and my panel of the week is karen uh in her (laughs) in her ball gown in the dark crying (laughs) about how much she loves matt being thirsty Uh, because that was just yeah it, yeah that was great <laughs> this was a really great issue i love it issue. was it was yeah. really fun this yeah. issue i very yeah. much enjoyed it yeah so i wish like 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 i as i said i love the Kilgrave issue but i issue number four but it wasn't fun whereas this is a fun issue it was really fun and and mr fear was mm-hmm. it, he just the right amount of camp to be yeah. a really fun villain okay. and i think and i think that is it it's, can be said for pretty much anything be it comics tv film is that your hero is only as good as your villain yeah and if your villain is awesome then everything else kind of comes together and i i really felt that with this issue is that mr fear was just camp bonkers mm-hmm. um madness which just made it a really fun issue for to read for me like spider-man is often a lot i mean the best i think the best super the best villain villains gallery or rogues gallery of a superhero is definitely batman and i'm a marvel girl but like mm. he has the best villains they're all incredible like most of them. i know i'm sorry and like <laughs> spider-man is often said to have like really He's good villains yeah. but i think daredevil has like some of the best ones i really do and it might because i think you've got like the heavy hitters like the kingpin and bullseye who are both incredible characters i love them but you've yeah. got other ones as well like like and i know i keep going back to kilgrave i think i love kilgrave more than the average person but i really love kilgrave um, <laughs> he, he is uh, he is an awesome and i think um interestingly i think daredevil probably in the marvel universe mm-hmm. um for sure daredevil's got like the darkest most sinister villains i think 
He's got, yeah, he's got... He's got some serious... I mean, Kilgrave is horrid. Yeah. Truly horrid. Yeah. Um, Kingpin is... Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't really have that much knowledge of uh, the comics version of Kingpin, um, but D'Onofrio's Kingpin was just, I mean, I, going back to the TV show, possibly my favourite character from the entire yeah. uh, seasons of, of Netflix Daredevil. I'm rewatching um, season three at the moment, and I'm like, like, why were there no Emmy nods? for you know uh, no Emmys for these shows because some of the performances in those shows like like specifically Vincent D'Onofrio uh, I think Charlie Cox is amazing um Kristen Ritter Alfred Woodard um in um Luke Cage is incredible like and it just just because it's like superhero stuff is you know, it just doesn't get done, but it's like it's incredible, and like that fight scene in season three, I just rewatched. Oh, oh. it's amazing, and it's... you've got like just some really great performances. Like I love um, Wilson Bethel as um, as Bullseye. He's mm. he's so good. Um, um, I mean, to, I think the uh, the I mean, who doesn't love Vincent D'Onofrio anyway? Oh yeah, he's amazing. Um, and I loved him as Kingpin, but the the scene that completely like had me completely in love with that character was when he kills that guy. Is it season one by smashing his head in the car door? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he just completely like for because he's 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 really composed mm-hmm. and put together, and then he suddenly for the first time in in that series just unleashes the kingpin mm-hmm. on this guy and you're like holy shit there he is that's he's, like he's such an interesting uh, and layered he makes it such an interesting and layered character because it would be so a very great. easy character to make very one dimensional but and he actually, gives it such there's such vulnerability because oh, of, could, like because he's so in love with Vanessa you know you could and easily it's really make, you could easily make that turn that character into quite a camp which is what he kind, kind of, of was in Spider-Man before he joined, because yeah. he was a Spider-Man villain, and then he joined um, Daredevil's Rogues Gallery, and that's and Frank Miller basically turned him into this kind of character that we all all know now. Yeah. Um, so yeah. But yeah. Daredevil's Daredevil's uh, adversaries are, I think, some of the darkest and most sinister mm. of the Marvel universe. And then you have like <laughs> Silk Man. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, swings and roundabouts. Well, um, I'm going to tell you what we're going to discuss next week. Okay. Uh, next week is we have seen the last of the yellow costume. Oh, the last of uh, well, I mean, his V-neck was gone for a couple of weeks, but yeah. So we're going to get the classic red costumes. I'm excited because I love the red costume. You do I love, love it. I 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 love it. Um. Next week, Do you love it? I, I love <laughs> it. Next week's issue is called uh, "In Mortal Combat with the Submariner." <gasps> oh my god, the Submariner! Oh, holy shit! I'm so excited. <laughs> oh, tiny pants. You know, you know who he is. Tiny pants. <laughs> tiny scale pants. <laughs> I am. Um, yeah, I know who the Submariner is. I'm very excited. Yes, the Submariner who we have not had in the MCU yet. They need to get on that. Come what on. the heck? What the heck is Submariner doing in the girl's kitchen? <laughs> Just hanging out, you know. Girl's kitchen is known for its vast areas of water. I guess Manhattan is an island, sort of. I guess it's it's hell's. Well, I suppose in in the in the Netflix show they're quite often like dock dockside yeah. oh they're they're so. constantly by the docks in the netflix show yeah <laughs> so yes like, yeah every, you know it's whenever any shady business goes on in the daredevil netflix show i'm like it's either going to be going on at the docks or in a warehouse <laughs> yep <laughs> or yeah or it's some sort of building site slash warehouse yeah yeah um with the lots of strategically placed kind of plastic sheeting yes and everything's going holes. on yeah. yeah, there are some glorious panels in this next issue. And I'm super excited. Yeah, it, yeah, I think you're gonna, I think you're gonna enjoy it. From what I remember, I haven't read this one for a while, um, but the the cover says, "This epic doesn't need any hard sell. It's one of Marvel's greatest." Oh, uh, well. Mhm. 
well yeah i am all about i'm so up for namor's tiny scaly green pants they are very much present i'm looking yeah. at the issue now and uh, he's i love how grumpy namor is as well so yes he is yeah, yeah. i'm yeah, yeah. i'm sold yet, yet another issue i don't own but i wish i did because yeah it's great because tiny pants. Because tiny pants. <laughs> I mean, I've said that I don't really like tiny pants, but with Namor, I kind of yeah. love tiny pants. Because yeah. It's uh, yeah. It's I, Namor's pants. It's Namor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's great. It's so. A bit of a big beefy fish man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I do actually own this issue that we covered this week. Oh. Yeah, I do. Oh no, I don't have this one. No. No, I do have next week. Sorry, I do have the one with the Submariner. So you have next week's, but not this week's? Yes. I'm right, right. My list. Yes. Yes, so I do have it. So I might actually crack the, the actual issue out. Ooh. I might might have a look at the letters page and see if there's anything amusing. Oh, my God, do it. <laughs> All right, well, that is the end of this episode. It's time at the bar. Uh, we, are, we are adding this issue to the vault, I'm guessing. We're not going to throw it through the window of Josie's bar. Cause we no. Have this issue. Yes, we did. Yeah, we did like So it goes on the shelf. Goes on out the, the shelf, back. At, out the back of the bar. <laughs> <laughs> and we will be back next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you want to send us feedback, you can contact us via Josie's Bar at reactionary-sass.com, on facebook.com at Josie's Bar Podcast, at Instagram or Twitter at Josie's Bar or on Tumblr at josiesbarpodcast.tumblr.com. You can also call the SAS line, 321-710-4947. Our other podcasts and individual social media accounts can be found at reactionary-sas.com.